This is the BC Outdoor Project podcast, a show dedicated to the education of exploring the backcountry, advocation for the preservation of wildland, and building the leaders in the outdoor industry. Because when we stand in the quiet of the backcountry, we're reminded of what we truly are, human. Today's show is brought to you by Vahalapur Outfitters Vernon, a locally owned and operated outdoor gear shop that carries all of my favorite brands. Um, They've got everything you're going to need for your kit, and they're super knowledgeable staff. So definitely stop in if you're in the Okanagan, or you can head over to vpo.ca to look at the full inventory from all the stores in Canada. Also brought to you by Spear Strength Wellness, an online nutrition and strength coaching platform. We've developed the Backcountry Grit Program geared to helping you improve your performance and capacity to adventure further in the backcountry. Check us out on Instagram at Spear Strength Wellness. Welcome back, everybody, to the BC Outdoor Project podcast. You have just the dynamic duo. You have Samantha and you have me, Kim. (laughs) Hello, everyone. (laughs) Our friends are out traveling the world and we don't actually know where Genevieve is. Hopefully she's fine. She's always fine. So, (laughs) Oh, yeah. She's probably in the backcountry doing cool shit. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Um, Yeah. Today, we're going to be talking about trip planning. Um. This can be kind of an intimidating process if you're new to backpacking or even new to a region. Um, I experienced a little bit of this when I first moved up to Canada, um, just finding new places to go and what I needed to know. Um, But it turns out it's pretty similar process. All right. Well, I mean, the first one, right, you you actually got to pick a trail, right? So, (laughs) and there's... Very similar to, or I guess what you were saying is uh, there are so many options that you almost become paralyzed with your options. You're like, I could go here, but I could go there, but it would be really cool if I go over there, right? And so just actually pick a trail, right? If you're doing like a first solo or like your first ever backpacking, I would stick to something like around your area. Stick to kind of what you know, right? So like a day hike or something that you've already done or you're familiar with. And then, you know, you could go maybe a mile or two out beyond that, but still having that comfort of you can always turn around and backtrack to a trail that you're familiar with. Yeah, that makes a big difference, especially if you're yeah uncomfortable with backpacking or a region or you're going by yourself. Yeah. Like I did my first solo trip in Canada last summer and I very much picked a super popular, super easy um, trail that actually one of the girls I worked with ended up being at that, you know, same trail that weekend. So it was like kind of (laughs) solo. But I was like, I wanted to be really, really comfortable about where I was going. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I I get in the in the mindset of okay like 
almost like FOMO, right? Of like, oh, this trail will be really cool, but also like I should probably do this trail first. But then like Sam said that this one was good, but then Austin said this one was better and then that one and that one, right? So you, you get so jumbled up and you're like, then you don't just end up going. You're just like, well, I'm just going to stay on the couch and be a potato. And you don't have to do them all. You yeah. don't have to go and get that perfect picture that everyone gets at that one place. Yes. You don't. <laughs> you you don't have to do that. <laughs> the trail will still be there. Yeah. You have time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of time, you need to decide what is a, an appropriate time for you to be gone, um, including travel to and from the trailhead, if that's going to be part of it, and then how far you're in the condition to go. So how how many kilometers you can do a day with a heavy bag on your pack on your back? Um, being really honest with yourself and being really comfortable about what you decide to do um, can be really rewarding. Also, you can challenge yourself, <laughs> which <laughs> which I did with Genevieve one time, and we went really far. i think i don't know if i've ever hiked that far in a single day with a backpack on but uh it was really cool but also at the same time we were rolling into camp at after sunset like it was a lot so um just be mindful about about that when you're looking at these grandiose multi-day backpacking trips you're also going to be tired those next couple days so understanding that is is going to be part of it yeah absolutely so yeah which kind of goes into that next like next thing of do your research like after you pick a trail do your freaking research even if you've done it a handful of times it doesn't matter actually what skill level you're at do your freaking research yeah and your research is going to be what do the campsites look like where are people camping on this trail um and you can look at at a, at a topo map. You can read reviews. All trails people sometimes share where they camped. Um, a lot of the Forest Service maps that I used up in Alaska had camp sites on them, which was really handy. Um, but once again, you have to be able to read a map and and make a plan. And you need to know where your water is going to be along there too. Yeah. So. Well, and I mean even. You know, you you had mentioned the weather, right? Or the the time of year that you're going, right? So factoring in the like the animal situation too. Like, is it bear season? Like what's what's active? What's dormant? And so I think even just like reaching out to you, uh like um park rangers like park rangers and asking or you know your local biologists and asking hey like i plan on going backpacking how's the like how's the bear activity yeah and and for bears um some regions have bear canister rules and regulations so um or caches that you have to use so knowing where those bear caches are are really, really handy <laughs> and uh, and knowing what gear you need to bring for things like that. Same thing with bugs. Like yeah. if you show up on a backpacking trip and you haven't planned for bugs in the summertime, <laughs> Lord bless you. <laughs> <laughs> 
you will, you will be hiking further than you think because you'll be going back to the car um, yeah. or hiding in your tent, which sucks. So uh, think about bears. And the other thing about animals is think about your car where you parked. Um, mm. There's some pretty wild stories about not only bears breaking into people's cars, but little little critters crawling up underneath the cars and chewing on the wires. Oh. So you get all the way back to your car and you can't you can't drive it. So there's some places where they actually recommend you take chicken wire and put it all the way around the bottom of your car. What? I had yeah. never heard of that. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. Up here, it's like, it's a thing at some of like pretty popular um, parking spots. So wow. consider that. Yeah. Dang. Um, <laughs> So uh, and and going back to cars a little bit too. There's um there's been a couple times we've done some through hikes like a point to point, and you're gonna have to organize two cars and dropping off that. So that's gonna be calculated into your time. So just thinking about your shuttle time is is gonna be helpful. Every time I think of a shuttle, I think of floating the river in Texas. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did that too. Um floating the river in Colorado with my parents. We'd always have two trucks. Yeah. Man, it was so nice. I'm dreaming of warmer weather. It's coming, man. It is coming. It's coming. All right. Um, so just another thing with like doing your research, think about like poop. All right, so I know that we had a shit talk uh, podcast a few episodes ago, but even, you know, regarding like restrictions, not only fire restrictions or like um, permits and stuff like that, but like, do you have to pack out your poop? All right. Or is it okay to dig a cat hole? So just making sure that it's it's always nice to keep a few doggy bags on you just in case. Yeah, and and the somewhat unfortunate thing for a lot of people <laughs> is that some of these more popular trails you're gonna have to start packing it out. So yeah. it's gonna be more and more a thing. We're just gonna have to get used to it. It's a it's a thing of our time if you're going on these really well traveled trails where everybody's getting the Instagram picture. So Yep. And the you know, you're also gonna have to think a little bit about your food. Right. Like how when you're picking how big a bag and and how long you're going for, you're going to have to plan for about twenty five hundred to forty five hundred kilocalories per day, depending on you and depending on where you're going and how hard you're working. Um, I actually use my fitness pal to plan a lot of my backpacking stuff that's super helpful for me because I'm pretty notorious for just eating crap and uh <laughs> like freeze-dried meals but I I definitely don't feel as good um so I started using that to plan a little bit more protein and I unapologetically take protein powder and things like that and peanut butter like oh, yeah. packets so yeah for sure and it's funny that you mentioned that so I saw saw an Instagram thing. I forgot what, um, what page it was, but he was saying like, train your gut or like it, well, whenever you're going out hunting or whatever, it was like, you have to train like not your legs, not your arms, not your heart, your gut. And talking about like 
trying out, you know, what you are going to take on the trail. Because the last thing you want is to eat a freeze-dried meal and have the runs. And it happens. I mean, yeah, it does. It does happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, turns out you can't eat that sweet and sour pork. (laughs) (laughs) That biscuits and gravy ain't mama's biscuits and gravy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Try out, try out the meals, try out different brands, see what your gut can tolerate the best. Yep. I mean, if you're just getting started, just do the freeze-dried meals and yeah. some oatmeal packets. Like, keep it super simple for yourself. Don't worry about it. If you start doing more and longer duration, like, try, try different stuff, right? right? And you can, you can dial down your, your pack weight too if you change up some things in that way as well another thing i like to think about is fuel i get this question asked a lot how much fuel do i need um it really comes down to the number of boils that you're going to be using your stove for and the efficiency of your stove and the conditions so if you're going to be using your jet boil like your jet boil flash to make your coffee in the morning your oatmeal uh your lunch and then your dinner that's Four boils, right? And then your hot chocolate. That's five. That's five yeah. boils in one day. Um, and that's considering that you don't have any wind. It's not super cold. Because um, those things can affect your boil time in your stove. Elevation. So elevation too. Yeah. So um, always bring a little bit extra. Or have a couple things in your bag that you don't need to boil water to eat. Yeah. Oh, granola bars, whatever. Yep. Granola bars, loose granola, whatever. Trail mix. Yeah. Or you can be like me hiking with Genevieve and I'm just like crawling through the blueberry bushes. Just. (laughs) (laughs) I had a really primitive moment with her last, last time we did that. (laughs) I just like threw my bag. I was super tired. It was like the end of probably two weeks of backpacking solid and i was just like very hungry for something that wasn't crusty and like pre-cooked so i just was mowing these little tiny blueberries i'm picturing golem like just crawling up inside of a bush just yeah i hadn't shampooed my hair so it was probably like very smeagol golem looking at that point so (laughs) yeah that should should be the photo of this like (laughs) of this one i don't think we have any pictures of this happening so you're all just gonna have to use your imagination but (laughs) (laughs) um also gear please check your gear condition especially if it was packed away all winter um Mm -hmm. i have made this mistake and it has cost me (laughs) dearly (laughs) i've shown up for a trip with a flaky tent fly and it stormed oh. the whole time. So I uh, woke up to a good inch and some of water in my tent. Um, not ideal. So yeah. check it out. And make and, sure you have your tent poles. Yep. And th- that they're not cracked or broken. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I mean, we, I feel like almost every podcast we talk about bear spray, make sure that's not expired. 
Just yeah, make check sure. it. Yeah, this is the time of year to check. Check it. And if yeah. it is, practice with it. Not on your lawn, please. <laughs> Not on the communal median. <laughs> Take it somewhere. Somewhere very private and try it out. You're backpacking. That's not the time to try out new things. Like, that's not the time to try out, like, a new stove that you have no idea how it works. Or, like, a new tent that you have no idea how to set up. Right? So, that's not the time to test out gear. Yeah. Try it at home first. Practice. Yeah. Especially with your tent. Oh, man. Um, and your stove, because if you don't have a good idea what your stove boil time is, it's going to be very hard to predict how much fuel you need, especially if you're going for a couple days or with a couple people. Yeah. So, well, to wrap it up, I think you need to pack your stuff, put your bag mm-hmm. on, and hopefully you don't look like Reese Witherspoon in the wild. <laughs> you can stand up by yourself. Um, that poor lady. Uh, Man. Yep. Although I do imagine that might be what Austin's bag is like. Overpacker. Yeah. <laughs> the luxury. Maybe. I don't think so. Austin and I have never backpacked together. Really? Yeah. You and I have never backpacked together. That's true. But you and Austin have, right? Yeah. I don't know what we're all doing. <laughs> Apparently, we need to go backpacking. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a trip. We need to do a trip. Okay, uh, you, back back on track. Okay. Pack your kit. Pack it. Make sure everything fits and make sure you have everything. Uh, there's a lot of, if you're wondering what to bring, there's a lot of really good lists out there, but you need the 10 essentials for sure. So make sure you have those things um, and that they fit and you can access them. If you have a in reach or a SOS device of some kind, you need to make sure that the batteries are working and that your subscription is up to date. Because if you don't do that, you won't be able to press that button. It'll just be this cute little thing hanging off you. Won't help go. anybody. Yep. Uh, rain jacket, rain, sleet, sh- sunshine, whatever. Pack a rain jacket because you never know. Just, just do it. Just pack a rain jacket. They're handy in a lot of situations too. Um, like if you need to help somebody um a rain jacket is really really sturdy it's also heavy it's kind of funny shaped but you can do a lot of stuff with it so um bring one always i have two under the seats of my car like i have an old one from when i worked at fedex that's like ancient i put that on when i think about like (laughs) 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 and then i have another one from a job that i i had as well but those are just like underneath my car seat so just in case i forget they're great smart i need to do that yeah yeah you want my fedex one no i'm good thank you (laughs) so got a reflector on it and everything (laughs) you didn't see me coming (laughs) yeah uh it's a prized possession i survived that job um so check the weather before you go um and check it again and when you're checking the weather Check the road conditions, too, because there have been a few times where I've heard of people going out and they're super excited about their backpacking trip. And then they get partway up and there's a tree down. Um, They posted it on the all trails or whatever, the hiking Facebook groups and things like that. But that's a real bummer because then 
you either have to find another alternative really quickly or you're not going. So check the road conditions, check the trail report in general. Yep. And fires. Oh yeah. Fires. Fires are a big one. Yep. And what's the last thing? What's the last thing you always have to do, Kimberlyn? You have to share it. You got to tell people. Yeah. Not just on Facebook or social media. You got to tell somebody that you love what yes. your exact plan is. <laughs> a few people. Give a yeah. few people your exact itinerary. I mean, that, I mean, and that entails like, where are you parking? When are you leaving? Right. So when are you leaving to go to the parking place? Where are you camping? If you're multi, like different camp spots or whatever, which ones are they? What are the coordinates? What time do you plan on coming back to your car? What time do you plan on being home? Like be detailed, right? And I mean, the worst thing that could happen is you forget to check in and people think that you're missing. So they call search and rescue only to find you in bed with a thing of pizza. (laughs) <laughs> so let's all avoid that <laughs> and oh, oh god <laughs> can you imagine oh no i could not imagine <laughs> but yeah share your itinerary yeah and the cool part about a lot of the communication devices the sos buttons and things like that is they have preset messages that you can send to people So if you're running late, you can say one that says, hey, everything's good. I'm just running late. Send that to your person. For me, that's my partner. I'm like, or, hey, weather's trash. I'm coming back early. Or, um, you know, that's super important for hunting. Mm -hmm. Um, Things like that are really, really helpful. So having those set up, I think everybody needs an SOS device. I think we live in a world now where why wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, unless you're my dad, which even I think my dad should have one. Like, (laughs) it's a really good way to just keep somebody in the loop about where you're at. And and some of them you can share your waypoints so they can kind of see where you're at Mm -hmm. and what progression you're making. Um, That's not something you have to do, but if you're in a really remote place hunting or you want to tell your partner, this is where my camp is, my base camp, it's really helpful. Yeah, I so I have the Zolio and it drops waypoints and you can set like how often it does that. But then, you know, my wife gets them and like she she likes to know where I'm at because I am prone to getting lost. What? (laughs) I know. I know. It's it's bad. (laughs) But you know, like knowing the, the waypoints, right? And she can watch me backtrack, go in circles, do a triangle, whatever, right? But it's it gives her a peace of mind. And uh, we have to talk about the unfortunate because we all think that we are superhuman and that nothing bad is going to happen to us. But leaving an itinerary in your car and leaving a smelly sock and a boot print of the of the hiking shoes that you're going to wear just in case something does happen. Uh yeah, that's actually something I have never done and I've never thought of, but it's a really good idea. Yeah. I mean, you ne- you, you just you, you don't know. Right. Yeah. And I have I have to end it 
with the saying that my siblings and I grew up with, and it's called the seven P's. Proper prior planning prevents piss poor performance. <laughs> Just follow the seven P's. Be prepared so you don't have a piss poor performance. I like that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. It works in every situation in life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we can all benefit from hearing that. There you go. All right, everybody. If you have trip planning questions, go to your local um, hiking and backpacking groups. There's a lot of people on there who are very enthusiastic about sharing their experiences and, um, and their advice, which is also really helpful. Um, also remember you do not have to go alone. You can find other people to go with. There are a lot of groups out there like uncharted women and, uh, women who explore all of those things, um, are really good ways to get into this world and figure out how it's done. Yeah. There you go. Well, have a good week, everybody. Thanks. Thanks for listening.